Hello and welcome to the first installment of the Metro Report. I'm your host, Angry Jim. The Metro Report will be a weekly rundown on all things happening in the Metro Division. As you know, the Metro is by far the toughest division in hockey. And I'll be here to help you all break this Goliath of a division down. So we'll go from top to bottom or bottom to top, you know, however I feel like doing it that week. And we'll discuss each team's situation, what kind of moves they're making, what, te- what kind of teams they're beating, you know, who they're playing in the coming week. Do the Flyers have to worry about them, this and that. Uh, all, all ways that pertain to the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Um, so having said that, you know, I, I know for m- myself, the reason I'm starting this little podcast, which is an HW Radio production. It will be on the HW Radio channel. You can find it anywhere you can find the HW Radio podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., Apple Podcasts, whatever you like to use. Uh, and, and if there's a, a platform out there, guys, that you listen to podcasts on and we're not on there, please feel free to reach out. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm on all three. Uh, reach out to me. You know, let's, let's talk. However I can get to you guys better, more efficiently is is better for me. So anyway, let me stop rambling on here and let's get to the New Jersey Devils. Okay, we're going to start with the bottom. The New Jersey Devils, 22, 27, and 10 for 54 points. Flyers don't really have to worry about them this year. I know uh, in the last meeting, the Flyers lost five to nothing. However, the Flyers did beat them in the two previous meetings. All right, so I didn't get too upset about that game. I know a lot of people did on Twitter and whatnot. I saw it as kind of a bump in the road, you know, they'll go out and get the next one. You can't you can't sweep everybody, right, guys? Even though I joke around about going undefeated every year, can't beat them, can't beat everybody. So the New Jersey Devils are an interesting team for me. And I'll tell you why. In the summertime, you know, they made all these big uh big name moves. They brought in PK Subban, they brought in uh Russian Wayne Gretzky, apparently, Nikita Gusev. Uh, they made a move for Wayne Simmons. They signed him for a, a year for uh, $5 million. And in my opinion, this was all to keep Taylor Hall around. Didn't work out, okay? Uh, things kind of went south pretty quick. They got rid of the coach, John Hines, who now coaches the Nashville Predators. Uh, they've traded Taylor Hall already. Uh, they've moved on from Blake Coleman, who was recently traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning for a first-round pick, and Nolan Foote, who was a 2019 first-round pick of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, awesome move there for the Devils. Uh, from what I'm hearing, Blake Coleman is a, a, a solid player. He, he, lead, he led the team in goals. He'll do well in Tampa Bay. But I like what New Jersey got back. They got the Vancouver Canucks 2019, 2020 first-round pick uh, from Tampa Bay, and they got Nolan Foote. He's a six-foot-four forward, uh, kind of like Isaac Radcliffe, maybe a little bit more physical. Uh, and then the other move they made, they traded captain Andy Green to the New York, New York Islanders for a second round pick, a 37 year old defenseman for a second round pick. And I feel like there was a conditional pick somewhere in there. I have to go double check that for you guys, but the devils made two moves and from the sounds of it, they're not done yet. And it looks like they're finally going to start to build around Jack Hughes, right? They, they made one more push to do things with Taylor Hall. They were like the hot team over the summer making all these moves and it didn't work out. Okay. I hate to be right all the time. You know, I really do, <laughs> but I kind of saw, no, I'm, I'm, it's actually the opposite guys. I'm like never right. But I, I got to say, I saw this one coming 
Uh, now they're kind of unloading. There's rumors of unloading Kyle Palmieri and obviously Wayne Simmons and whatnot. And it looks like they're going to start to try to build around Jack Hughes a little bit more, which, which you know, I, I don't blame them for. It looks like they should have done that over the summer. They kind of put things on hold for a couple a couple months extra there. Uh, but yeah, the New Jersey Devils, they're going to be in probably last place for a little bit more, maybe for the rest of this year and, you know, potentially another year or two. So we'll see. New Jersey Devils last in the Metro Division with with 54 points. We're going to move on and get to the New York Rangers here. Okay, guys. So the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers are currently in second to last place with 66 points. Now, don't let second to last place fool you because this team is on the rise, unfortunately. The rags are on the rise. Uh, and you don't know how much that pains me to say because they, they've only been not good for a couple of seasons. And I think they canned Vigneault, not last year, the year before, so about two years ago. And they rebuilt pretty damn quick. They're starting to show signs of life. They went out and got Artemi Panarin in the offseason. Uh, they went out and got, I don't know why his name escapes me now, the defenseman from Winnipeg here. I cannot be lazy and look him up for you guys. I'm sure you're all saying it in your minds already, but... Uh, they went out and got Jacob Truba. <laughs> Sorry about that. So they went out and got Jacob Truba. Uh, Adam Fox they acquired. And that was a really kind of a quiet move by them. Adam Fox is a really, really good, solid young defenseman. Uh, they have Tony, Tony D'Angelo, who is an RFA. I believe they're trying to move him. They had the second overall pick in the draft in 2019. They selected Capo Caco. Uh, they have solid, uh, depth players, Jesper Fast, uh, Brendan Lemieux, uh, Pavel Buchnevich. Now I mentioned they're, they're, they've acquired Artemi Panarin. So they have Philip, uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name, Philip Heidel, Philip Chidel. I don't know how they're saying this guy's name anymore, but Ryan Strom has been a good pickup. Mika Zibanejad. Now the guy that I want to get to is Chris Kreider, because like I mentioned, the Rangers are in second to last place. Uh, with 66 points, seven points behind the Flyers, and six points out of a playoff spot. Not that far out of the playoffs, the New York Rangers. Um, Chris Kreider is the number one name on TSN's trade block list, and they're going to move him. He's not going to do them any good. I don't think they realistically have a shot at the playoffs. They have to hop a couple teams here to get in. I mean, you never really know. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. They have the goaltending to do it. Here's the thing. They can move a guy like Kreider. And, you know, they also have three starting caliber goalies. They just called up Igor Shosturkin. And they still have Henrik Lundqvist kind of floating around. And they have uh, Alexander Gorgiev. I believe that's how you say his name. The Rangers can add. If they want to make a push... They can add, and no one's really talking about that. So, you know, we're looking at this Metro division and saying, all right, Penguins, Caps, Flyers, Hurricanes, Islanders, Blue Jackets. The Rangers have two games in hand on the Blue Jackets. So let's say they win those two games. Suddenly they're, they're two points back. So the Rangers aren't necessarily out of it. They're gonna. That's a team I think. I'm really going to be watching to see what they do with these moves with, with Chris Kreider and, you know, one of the goalies they're going to package out of there. Um, I hope that, oh man, I really hope that the Rangers don't get that good that quick, but the potential for them is there. You know, 
I think it all kind of comes down to the Kreider move. If they end up moving him for for uh, picks and a potential prospect, something like that, to me that shows me they'll you know they'll try to make a push for the playoffs. But if they don't make it, they didn't really expect to get in anyway. You know, for me the big one is to see you know what they get back for Kreider and what they get back for one of the goalies they move. Who are they going to move? There's a couple teams that can use goalies. I'm looking at the Colorado Avalanche who just lost Philip Grubauer. Is you know, they send Lundqvist out there and try to help him win a cup. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the New York Rangers do. They, Like I mentioned, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're making a push. Uh, directly in ahead of them is the Columbus Blue Jackets, and we'll talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets now. So the Blue Jackets come into tonight's game against the Flyers at 39, I'm sorry, 30-19-12. and 12. For 72 points. They are also tied with the Islanders and the Hurricanes with 72 points. A point behind the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay, so this game tonight is a massive, massive game. Potentially the most meaningful game of the season for the Flyers and potentially the Blue Jackets. If they lose this game, they'll be three points out of third place. And this team has had to work hard to get to where they are. They lost a lot of key acquisitions over the summer. I mentioned Panarin with the Rangers. Uh, they lost to Zengel. Uh, somebody else, uh, Duchesne they lost, they lost a goalie, Bobrovsky, they lost a lot, a lot of major players over there. Uh, they brought in a, a Gustav Nyquist, uh, Jonas Kuprasalos hurt, uh, they lost Seth Jones a couple uh, a couple games ago, who, uh, they haven't been playing well since he's been out. They lost Cam Atkinson, imagine losing Travis Konechny and, and losing Ivan Provorov, that's what Columbus is missing right now. Oh, and then, you know, in the offseason they lose Cooch, Drew, Voracek, and whoever the hell else. Jackets are in a tough spot. Tortorella's really coached this team up. You know, he said this is, you know, this team has more will than skill. You know, unfortunately in the NHL, you need both to win. Uh, the Blue Jackets are 3-4 in their last 10. They come into tonight's game having lost six in a row. They failed to score more than three goals every game this month except one. In their last five games, they've scored over one goal twice, both in four to three losses against the Devils and the Sabres, both not great teams. So they got the door. I don't know. Can we say they got the doors blown off five to one against the Flyers? I mean, the Flyers only had 15 shots. I think I saw the Blue Jackets somehow had 29. It didn't feel like that kind of game to me. Now, the Blue Jackets had three power plays. The Flyers had one. But I felt like the Flyers control. I mean, that was like a, a pretty like a pretty ugly game. The Flyers, you know, got some lucky bounces, which is nice to see for a change. Um, but a five-one win's a five-one win. There's not much you can say. If if a team wins two-one, three-one, you could say, okay, they got a couple lucky bounces. Five-one's five-one. Okay. Uh, the Blue Jackets are really, really struggling. You know, they're missing their starting goalie. I mentioned Seth Jones and Cam Atkinson. I think tonight's another win. I think Columbus is going to be in a tough spot after tonight. They might have to make some decisions if they have any guys that can sell off at the deadline. I'm not really sure what they're going to do. All right. Um, but I want to get to the team that's directly in front of them. And another team that's currently struggling is the New York Islanders, who, since beating the Flyers, have not been able to score a goal. They've lost 5 nothing to the Preds, lost 1 nothing to the Knights. 2-1 to the Coyotes and 3-1 to the Avalanche. They've lost four in a row and they've scored two goals. In those four games, shut out twice. Islanders are struggling. Don't know what it is, but I hope it keeps up. 
they don't play again until tomorrow night. They play the Red Wings. You would assume that's two points. So, again, big on the Flyers to get two points tonight. I don't want one point. You know, a lot of guys are saying if they can get three out of the four against the Blue Jackets, the Blue Jackets are, are not a team right now that you should be giving up points to. All right, they're losing. They're losing the teams that you know they shouldn't be losing to. They got beat up by the Flyers. Flyers need two points tonight, not just to go three points above Columbus, but because a team like the Islanders, who are struggling, has the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow night. Now the Islanders have given the Flyers trouble this year. They've beaten them twice, and they've beaten them pretty handily. They're not a team that I want to. I want to uh, see in you know any round of the playoffs. I don't think it'll happen. In the first round, or it could when the Flyers win a division, you know, if the Islanders sneak in, they could play first round. Um, if Jack and Kyle are listening, they're probably thinking, oh my God, he's saying it again. But uh, yeah, the Islanders are not a team that I want to face. They're having trouble scoring goals now, but they play a, a, phys- a physical brand of hockey. Not sure the Flyers match up well against them for whatever reason right now. Um, the next team we're going to get to is the Carolina Hurricanes, who also have 72 points. So the Carolina Hurricanes are, like I said, 72 points along with the Islanders and Columbus. Um, recently, they've also lost, you know, uh, a, a huge defenseman, a defenseman, defenseman. Nobody make fun of me for that. Or go ahead. You can. I don't care. They've lost Dougie Hamilton and he's out for an extended period of time, if not the entire rest of the season. Um, they've kind of been floating around where they've been since he got hurt. You know, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. Haven't won three games in a row since early January, I believe, and they beat the Flyers in that period of time. Um, they have the New York Rangers tomorrow night uh, at home, which should be a very good game. That's a huge game, believe it or not. If the Rangers win, they're within four points of Carolina and four points of a playoff spot. The Rangers are not out of it, and I think that they can beat Carolina. Um, I don't think, much like the Islanders, the the you know the... Hurricanes are going to have to have some kind of will here because I just don't think they're as skilled. Actually, let me take that back because I'm looking at a roster here with Sebastian Ajo. He's got 34 goals already. 34 goals in 59 games, Sebastian Ajo. Anybody else know that? Anybody at all? Sebastian Ajo, 34 fucking goals in 59 games. Sorry for cursing. Tivo Taravine in 56 points in 50, 59 games. 44 assists. And the phenom Andrei Svechnikov, 55 points in 59 games, 24 goals. Fourth on this list here is missing defenseman, injured defenseman Dougie Hamilton with 40 points in 47 games. Significant injury. It looks like Jacob Slavin's uh, picked up the the pace a little bit with with scoring there, but he's not a power play guy. That's what Dougie Hamilton was. He was kind of like their power play captain. Uh, He could score even strength and on the power play. Led the team in time on ice even today as, you know, he's been out for... I think over a couple weeks now, two weeks or something like that. I think that injury is going to really hurt them. Uh, they may have to make a move to fill in uh, his space a little bit. I, I'm not sure they have anyone that can take his spot. I think that they could fade a bit, you know, and I, I know I sound crazy here, but the New York Rangers could be a dark horse to jump some of these teams. I don't see all three of these teams Staying where they are the rest of the year. There's just too many issues with these teams. None of them are complete. None of these teams are complete teams. I mean, Carolina has the firepower, but do they have the goaltending, right? New York has the defense uh, and they have the goalie, but do they have the offense? Can they score goals? Columbus, do they have the skill? I just just don't think they do. Um, And now we get to the Flyers, who are one point above all three of those teams. 
Okay, they they currently sit in third place. Third place in the Metro on February 20th, boys and girls. Your Philadelphia Flyers at 33-20-7. They they beat in the Columbus Blue Jackets 5-1 the other night. Currently 73 points, a point ahead Carolina, New York, and Columbus. Six points out of second, and I'm going to get to the Caps in a minute. Don't you wait. Philadelphia Flyers are playing some good hockey. Now, it was brought to my attention earlier this week, I believe. They haven't won more than two games in a row since the before Christmas, believe it or not. December 17th to the 23rd. Now, some guys need the Flyers to string a couple of games in a row, a couple wins in a row to really, really buy in. And I get that. That's fair. Because they've been on this little course lately where they win two in a row, they lose. Win two, lose one. Win two, lose one. Win two, lose one. Take a look. It's been happening since since uh, January. They, I expect them to, to beat the Blue Jackets tonight. I expect the Blue Jackets to give a push to begin this game. But I want to see the Flyers not only match the Blue Jackets' will tonight, I want to see them overcome that. The Flyers have too much skill, and I want to see them come out. I want to see them come out quick. I want to see them. I want to see them punch Columbus in the face, and I want them to rip Columbus's heart out right away. That's what I want to see tonight. And I think they have the killers on the team to do it. I want to see Coots. I want to see TK. I want to see Hayes. I want to see Giroux. Giroux's a killer when he wants to be, and I believe he's going to show up tonight. Eleven points in his last six games. The captain. He's been so hot during the most important stretch of the season. I think he's going to come through again tonight. I think the Flyers are going to blow him out. I think they're going to put some space in between Columbus and the Flyers. 75 points for the Flyers tonight. Um, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, the game will have started. It's 6.50 now. Hopefully, you know, we're talking about a Flyers win on angry negative post game tonight. Now, the two teams I want to get to last here, I'm going to talk about the Capitals because I think the Capitals are in trouble. They made a move for Brendan Dillon, and I think it was a necessary move. They gave up a second and a third to the uh, San Jose Sharks for uh, Brendan Dillon, who will be starting with John Carlson on the top pair tonight. That tells you a lot. Okay, they needed a top pair defenseman, the Washington Capitals, who have been in first place all year. The 20 games over 500 still, 79 points, a point out of first place. This team was far and away the best team in the Metro a couple weeks ago. Far and away. They're in trouble. I really believe they're in trouble. I'm not sure. I can't put my finger on it. They just don't look like the same team as they did, you know, in the beginning of the year. They have to come back in a lot of games. They're playing from behind. They can't come back every game like that. Not sure what it is. The Flyers blew the doors off from 7-2. The Islanders beat them 5-3. They came back and beat a good good avalanche team, 3-2 in Colorado. They lost to the Coyotes 3-1. They lost to the Golden Knights 3-2. They've lost four of their last five and five of their last seven. Okay? So there's something going on with the Washington Capitals. Apparently, it was on defense. I think they have some goaltending issues. Braden Holpe hasn't looked the same. Somehow, he made the All-Star game. Uh, the rookie goalie they have, I believe is Sergei Samsonov is, is how they're saying his name. Let me just double check his first name here. Cause I don't want you guys bitching at me. Ilya, Ilya Samsonov. I'm thinking of the actual Remember Sergei Samsonov. He played, you know, for the Bruins and Sharks and whoever the hell else that's, I didn't want to get his name wrong. I didn't want to say the wrong name and I said it anyway. So Ilya Samsonov is their phenom goalie, much like New York's Shesterkin. Um, neither of them look that great right now. And I think that's an issue for them. And it's a concern. 
you know, a team going into the playoffs, a team at the top of the division who is going out, and they know they needed to address the defense. They went out and got a, a solid defenseman in Brendan Dillon. They're still a little bit weak in goal, I believe, and they're not a great defensive team to begin with. So I think they're going to fall. The Flyers can absolutely catch the Capitals. I think the Capitals are going to be one of those teams that are going to try. They're going to kind of limp in, and maybe not the way you know that you would think when I say limp in. You know, they'll still still finish top three in the division, possibly top two. But they could go out first round. If they face, especially if they're matched up with the Flyers, I truly believe they could get knocked out first round. Something's different about this Capitals team. Now, while you guys are probably still laughing at me, uh, we'll, we'll get to the Penguins real quick and we'll wrap this bad boy up. First installment of the Metro Report. Hope you guys are enjoying it. We'll be back again next week. Let's get to Pittsburgh real quick. 37-15-6 for 80 points. Now, they acquired one of my favorite players in the ho- in National Hockey League right now, Jason Zucker. Uh, seems to be paying off. I mean, they're not playing great teams. They've lost to three teams in their last month or so here. They've lost to the Bruins. They've lost to the Lightning twice. And they've lost to the Flyers. So they've lost to some pretty good teams, and they've been beating some pretty solid teams here. They're currently on a three-game winning streak, having beaten the Canadians 4-1, Red Wings 5-1. Who's not blowing out the Red Wings? And they beat the Maple Leafs 5-2. I think it was last night, and they play them again tonight, okay? So this game's back in Toronto. If they can somehow lose this game in regulation, which I don't expect them to, but if they do, and the Flyers win, Flyers are five points out of first place, boys and girls. Five points out of second, I'm, I'm sorry, five points out of first place, and the Capitals actually play the Canadians tonight, so they probably won't lose. Uh, they could potentially be six points out of first or they could be five points out of first tonight if if both teams lose. It'll be interesting to see. I think the Flyers have a shot at first place. I don't want to spend too much time talking about Pittsburgh because, yes, they're in first place. Yes, they acquired one of my favorite players. Yes, they, they're getting outstanding goaltending. Yes, they still have Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and that jerk-off Latang. They're gonna. They're the team. I think that the Flyers have to try to catch now. They, the Flyers should have their sights set there. They shouldn't be trying to eke into the playoffs. I don't want to see them sneak in. I want to see them shoot for first. You know, and if they miss out on first place by a couple of points, that's fine. I think they'll most likely be matched up with the Capitals, and I think they can beat the Capitals in a playoff series. I don't want to get too much into that. Just wanted to give you guys a quick wrap up of what's happening in the Metro. There's going to be some more trades and more moves going on uh, this weekend until Monday. Uh, for HW, we'll have a possible trade deadline episode. If not Sunday, then we'll have a, a trade deadline wrap-up episode on Monday. If you guys didn't listen to our last episode this week, make sure you listen to that. And uh, that's going to do it for my first installment of the Metro Report, brought to you by High and Wide Radio. Uh, I'll be on tonight after the game with Dan on the Angry and Negative show. I believe Nick will be on again with us. So, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed the Metro Report. And uh, let me know what you think. If you guys, uh, if you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, whatever it is, uh, make sure you subscribe and do me a favor. Leave some feedback. Give us a good rating. Leave some feedback. Um, you know, if, if it's negative feedback, please, I welcome all sorts of feedback. Do me a favor, though. DM me the feed, the negative feedback. Um, you know, I want to know how we can get better, how we can uh, grow and, you know, bring bring better content to you guys, because ultimately, ultimately, that's the goal. You know, I'm not just on here to talk. Um, I want to interact with you guys and, you know, let's do some cool things together. So I'm going to wrap this one up. 
Thanks once again for listening to the first installment of the HW Metro Report. And we'll, we'll talk soon, guys. Thank you.